There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Another day, another dollar. I mean, icon graces our presence. How many are we up to now? It's not about the numbers, my little Henny. It's about the impact, the memories we are leaving. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm not talking about followers. I meant icons. How many? Oh, five babes. This time, estoy aquí. Queriéndote, ahogando entre fotos y cuadernos entre cosas y recuerdos que no puedo. I can't sing that fast in Spanish. I can't talk that fast. <laughs> But I will say that your audition tape is going to be fire. And lucky for me, everyone can hear my samples during our podcast. My day is coming, baby. We're tackling the life and times of someone who can only be defined by one name, too many hits to count, and three syllables. Shakira! <laughs> one of the most influential singers to popularize Latin music worldwide. A.K.A. the queen of Latin music. Shh, don't tell the other icons. Child, they'd be knowing. I'm not saying you're lying. Shakira's influenced so many. And that's why Joseph and I are going to take you through the different eras of Shakira, peeling back the layers to find out who the girl from Barranquilla really is. AKA listing all the ways she was too good for PK. I'm your host, Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And this is Becoming an Icon. A weekly podcast where we give you the rundown on how today's most famous Latinx stars have shaped pop culture. And giving the world some extra sabor. Sit back and get comfortable. Because we are going in. The only way we know how. With buenas vibras. Algunas risas. Some chisme. And a lot of opinions as we relive their greatest achievements on our journey to find out what makes them so iconic. Lils, did you know that Colombia has four freaking thousand species of orchids? No, I didn't. It actually makes it the most biodiverse universe in Zamunda. Ah, that's cool. And get this, it's the most musically diverse country in the world. Okay, now you're back on theme. So naturally, that makes you think of... Sofia Vergara. 
No, for Modern Family, but why? Well, okay, you know what? Stop, 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 stop. That's going to take way too long. One more time, try it again. What does it make you think of when I say Colombia? Shakira. <laughs> yes, also known as Shakira Isabel Mebarek Ripoli. Born in Barranquilla, Colombia on February 2nd of 1977, between like 9.30 and 10. How do you know all of this? Mamita, Chris Jenner works hard, but I work harder. So that makes her an Aquarius sun, a Cancer moon, plus her rising sign is an Aries. Ooh, girl. It's passion, it's feisty, and independent. There is a lot to unpack there. I'm totally psychoanalyzing her hard right now, but in a good way. And honestly, the best way to get to know Shakira is diving deep into her roots. Oh my God, good call. Because last time I saw her, I was thinking that Mama needed a little touch up for real. I meant her upbringing, but sometimes her hair, yes, too. And for all we know about her, she only lets us know what she wants us to know. You know what I mean? That's how I am with my new prospects. Like, will my name be Joseph tomorrow? Will my number change? Like, only time will tell. What's not to love about Shakira? And there's so many things. Her music, her style, the hair, the hips. The leather, the braids. Back to the basics. Shakira was born in Barranquilla. That's why they have a statue of her there. You saw the statue? It's 15 feet tall, six tons, and actually doesn't look anything like her. (laughs) Yeah, it looks more like a unsculpted Steven Tyler. Is that redundant? Yes, Steven Tyler has seen better days. I don't want to close my eyes. Joseph, focus. Let's go back to Shakira. Right, Shakira. She's a diosa. Or a revered saint, if I'm being humble. I'll bite. Go on. Okay. There was an article in The Guardian. Oh, you really said, Mama, let's research. I love this new Joseph. Am I getting him the whole episode? (laughs) It's from... No, you're not. Don't get carried away. It's from 2009, but it stays relevant. Basically, Shakira's more than just a singer. She has killer tracks and she looks mighty fine and 99.9% of the time. Minus the roots. But this article puts it best. Can you actually read it, Lils? I I have to save my voice for the rest of the Shakira songs. Anything for you, my love. It says, She is seen as something of a saint in her own country. There are statues of her. Writhing teens love her for putting Latin American dance music around the world. Nuns revere her for building schools for orphans. The article then gets kind of weird with the writer totally thirsting for her. So we'll just leave it there. Anyways, I do say, the case is a closed. Santa Shakira. Now you're wondering, where am I going with all of this? Now that you mention it, yes. <laughs> Shakira has managed somehow to remain humble in appearance and in actions. I think that's because of her journey through the ranks of the industry. Nicely done, Joseph. Way to bring it back. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and don't expect to happen twice. I don't think I could find this weed anymore. I love you for trying. And remember, Shakira isn't just your average pop star. She puts thought and purpose into everything she puts out into the world. She's a poet, a literal poet. Who started writing poetry at the age of four. Shakira's father was a well-known jeweler in Barranquilla, but he was also a writer. He would spend hours on his typewriter and soon Shakira was writing on her own typewriter. Bitch. (laughs) 
did you just go there? A typewriter? Like, do we even have to explain to the kids what a typewriter is? Well, since this isn't a video, I feel like <laughs> I have to describe a typewriter kind of like I would a rotary phone. And I'm not really sure where to start, nor do I think we have enough mm. time for that. So y'all <laughs> get on Google and search. Soon Shakira was turning her poetry into lyrics, which were not always the happiest. Shakira was an only child, but she did have half siblings. When she was only two, her half-brother passed away due to a motorcycle accident. This inspired her very first song, Tus Gafas Oscuras, dedicated to her father and the grief he was going through. Because he was crying all the time, her father hid his red eyes from the world. Uh, I do that. You've been wearing sunglasses this whole episode. Have you been sad? Oh, no, that's not why my eyes are red, honey. <laughs> Speaking of, where is my Lumify? But I love how you can still see how Shakira takes from everything around her and puts it into music. It's like her therapy. That's just what makes her an artist before she's a singer. And I'm not saying that all singers can be artists because they can't, not going to name any names. But don't you think it's that artistry and that thoughtfulness in her lyrics and her composing that makes her such an icon? 100%. I could see her words. I have the feeling. And I don't get that with a lot of songs. No, she's incredibly visual. When you listen to the song, it's playing a video in your head. I'm imagining whatever the fuck she's singing. I'm pretending that it's me. Like, I'm all greased up with Alejandro, too. I think what also sets her apart is how she mixes genres and musical styles. Again, her dad's influence. Shakira's famously Colombian, but of Lebanese descent. Her dad's side of the family comes from Lebanon, while her mom's side has Catalan blood. Her family would frequent Middle Eastern restaurants throughout Barranquilla. It was there Shakira would let the music speak to her and climb on the tables when the music moved her to dance. Actual footage of me after three claws, two vodka sodas, and a few fireballs. It was at those restaurants that she learned the art of belly dancing. I actually learned the arts of belly dancing in Fort Lauderdale after seven tequila shots. That is not art. I have seen it <laughs> firsthand. It's <laughs> the eye of the beholder. Anyways, the dancers at the restaurants noticed how this little girl would mimic all of their movements. And soon they were showing her how to sway those hips. And now Habibi's hips don't lie, honey. It's her signature move. She was a poet and a dancer. So when she decided to take the next step and become a singer, her family had her back. At her school, Shakira tried out for the school choir. Hey, like our boy Benito. Yes, but unlike Benito, she was rejected. Okay, hold these mother frickin' earrings. I'm gonna go beat someone's ass. I know, who were these fools? They didn't like the way she sang and it was led by her music teacher. I thought teachers were supposed to support our children. What kind of person is this? I'm calling CPS. <laughs> yes, your ass needs to call that on Shakira's teacher. This woman had the audacity to say that Shakira sounded like a goat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. I will say that Shakira has a really distinct sound, but that's what makes her so memorable. That's what makes you want to play the song and again and again and again. And when you hear the song, makes you go, whoa, whoa who is that? Yeah. 
Her dad ignored the haters. He told her that she had exactly what it took to be a great vocalist and that she shouldn't give up on herself before giving it all she had. So she turned it into fuel for her fire. And boy, did she say, burn, baby, burn. Okay, y'all listening, don't let the haters get you down. Let them fuel that ass up. Also, Gandhi said that. Jesus, Joseph. Wait, or was that Gandhi? Jesus, Joseph. Okay, no, I'm pretty sure it was Gandhi. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Shakita had the love and support of her parents, so she had everything she needed to chase her dreams. This was a chica that was getting kicked out of class for being, quote-unquote, too hyperactive. Clearly, she wasn't the one to sit still and wait for an opportunity to fall on her lap. It was time to take Shakita on the road and make sure Barranquilla would never forget her name. How old do you think Shakita was when she released her first album? Mm, 21. Try again. Mm, 13. (laughs) (laughs) You read the script. Yes, I did. For the first time in your life, you read the script. Joseph is right. She was 13. When she was only 10, Shakira was traveling around Barranquilla, attending local dance and talent competitions. She kind of became a little celebrity in her town, performing for anyone who would listen. And someone was. Monica Arisa. They're still friends. What? Oh, that's so cute. VQ. Monica was spotted at one of her concerts in 2021. She was a local theater producer, but she knew Ciro Vargas, the executive of Sony Colombia at the time. Monica convinced Shakira, and most importantly, her parents, to let her go to Bogota to meet Ciro. I'm checking this off from my icons checklist. JLo left the Bronx, Bad Bunny left Vega Baja, and Ricky left the island. Okay, fine. Yes, you are 100% right. There's a pattern here. 
You got to get out of your comfort zone. So did he budge? He did. And to fit her into his busy AF schedule, they held an impromptu audition for Shaki in a hotel lobby. Oh my God, a gaggery. But I've performed at worst. If you can perform in a hotel lobby on the spot like that, then you can kind of do it anywhere, no? Yeah, mm-hmm. I have. Vargas liked our girl, but when he went back to the Sony office, he turned in Shaki's cassette. How vintage. And the label was hashtag not impressed. But Vargas didn't want to give up on her just yet. He gathered a bunch of people from Sony Colombia and surprised them with Shakira. See, that's what I wanted you to do for my cuarentanera. But you didn't tell me that. It wouldn't have been a surprise. Fair, fair. Luckily for Shakira, the surprise did work out. She laid it all on the floor. She sang with her signature vibrato. She did the belly dancing. Ugh, all those old guys, gross. She ended up signing a three-album contract. Okay, less gross, less gross. What do you think happens next? You get her to come to my next birthday party? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that iHeart does not have access to a PJ available for us, but maybe if we get the right sponsor. Just like my ex, the lies. Tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with no air. She released her first LP, Magia. Magia? Magic. I swear I'd never heard of this album. Honestly, same. I had to YouTube this shit to even know what we were going to be talking about. And let me just tell y'all, it is worth the search because Shaki is unrecognizable. Mm-mm-mm. It is early 90s. It's giving, what was the name of that girl? Tiffany? Remember Tiffany? It was a big 90s hair. And Shakira, you know, debuted with like a center part. Yeah. And braids. <laughs> Totally. But I think what struck me the most about the video is that the music is what it is. Like, it's not a banger. No one's singing this song. Even like Mm -hmm. diehard Shakira fans are not like running around the world singing songs from Magia. But the thing that stood out to me the most knowing her now is I think she looks older in Magia than she does in 2023. Like she's Benjamin Button. She's like aging in reverse. What the hell happened to her? Who dressed this like teenager, like a grown ass extra in Pretty Woman? (laughs) Oh my God, that visual. For you guys listening, that visual is absolutely perfect. And listen, everyone has to have bumps along the road to success. But one good thing really did come out of this album. It meant that she attended the Viña del Mar International Song Festival. And even though she didn't win, that's where she met Ricky Martin, who admitted he voted for her. Since Magia was a bomb, her label took full control of her second album. Shakira had no say in Peligro. Never heard of it. I'm literally channeling my inner Mariah Carey and I don't know her. Nobody did. Okay, well, people knew Shakira, but the album was a commercial failure. Shaki went back to being a teenager. She finished high school, starred in a telenovela. Uh, pause. Rick, rick, rewind, play a telenovela? I need to see this. You and me both. But it's buried further down than the married men you see on the down low low. <laughs> I miss Mario. 
Wait, what happened to Oasis? Oh, you mean her soap opera? Well, in 2002, Shaki was able to obtain the rights to Oasis, and she made sure it's never going to see the light of day again. Shakira low-key shady making all this stuff disappear? I wonder what else she could make vanish. Maybe my previous grander swipes? I mean, she does have a talent for it. (laughs) By the time Shakira finished high school, she had two failed albums and a dreadful soap opera under her belt. If she were any less determined, she might have called it quits. But we know our girl is hella determined. Some might even say that those early failures were a necessary evil. And after racking up a few L's, she went back to recording music. Remember, she still owed Sony another album. She gets another shot at becoming a superstar, and we get her official debut album, Pies Descalzos. Mm-hmm. It was with this album that she gained recognition across all of Latin America. Shakira loses the girly pop persona and goes straight rock, with a little pop and reggaeton mixed in. The album was full of romance, love gained, love lost. Wanting and longing. Our girl was feeling it all. You just played a little song for me. (gasps) I did. It's Right before we started recording the episode. So I have to ask you, because I think that song is a moment on the album. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you have a particular song that speaks to you the most? It's definitely Un Poco de Amor. Because I will tell you, I am from El Paso, Texas, like I keep saying. I had never heard reggae before. And it was the very first time I had heard reggae. Well, I didn't know it was reggae. I had heard that, like, Caribbean beat. And I was like, oh, my God, this is really unique to my ears. And I that I gravitated toward that song, like, so much. I wonder how many other people who also, I think, predominantly grew up listening to Spanish music or Latin music also felt their entree into reggae via Shakira. I mean, musical genius in hell. You might not be that special. What was your favorite song? <laughs> I hate you. What was your favorite song? Pies Descalzos, Sueños Blancos. I mean, are you going to sing a verse? No. Oh, come on. I will say one thing about Shakira is you think that you can sing Shakira? You can't. Yeah. You, yeah. you can't. Like yeah. all of those girls that go up on karaoke night and try, like yeah. just sit down. Yeah. Just sit down. It's like Shakita de. Shakita de la stage. Shakita. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know where to finish it. Shakita de del stage. Um, it's just she has such a unique voice and a unique sound, and the way she pronounces word and her inflections and her speed and the change in tempo. It's impossible. Her sound is so distinct and so unique. That's, I think, just the common thread through all the albums. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Pies Descalzos sold over 3 million copies after its release, gaining popularity in the Latin American, Asian, and European markets. This gave Shakira the opportunity to go on tour for the first time. People wanted and needed to hear this album live. Remember how excited you were to hear your jam on the radio? Like when you were driving in the car with your parents, you'd be like, Mommy, Mommy, subele, subele. <laughs> yes. yes, people used to phone in and request songs mm-hmm. on the radio. Delilah. What? A throwback, Delilah. And now we can scan barcodes and tip DJs to play our songs. Like, wait, you can? Yeah, I do that to play all my favorites. I just cheat and I'll tip like the, I scan a barcode and I'll tip like five bucks to bump everybody's song off because my songs are more important than everybody else's. Wait, am I 87 years old? You can tip DJs at a bar to play your song with cash? On Venmo, (gasps) on Venmo. Is this a new feature in bars that just happened in the last year? Maybe last three. Wow, I need to get out more. Actually, no, maybe maybe less too, COVID. I had a baby. That's my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that makes sense. Totally I haven't right. been out past nine o'clock in 19 months, people. Okay, 19 <laughs> months. Cut me a break. <laughs> and on that note, I feel like we need a dance break. Come on, shake your body, baby. Do that conga. Wait, where'd that come from? Gloria is always with me. And isn't it that time in the episode where we get to talk about my favorite Shaki album, Donde están los ladrones? It is such an iconic album, too. And I know we say that word all the time because it's the title of our podcast, but sometimes it's the only word that fits. We have to give the listeners what they want. Let's do it. So this album was produced by none other than Emilio Estefan Jr. And it took almost nine months to make. Talk about a perfectionist. And it's because after what happened with Peligro, she didn't want to relinquish creative control ever again. I mean, low-key, high-key traumatized her. But something else also happened that made people wonder if this album would ever see the light of day. Um, Shakira's songs were stolen. Okay, well, the notebook that she wrote the songs down in had actually been stolen. (laughs) Okay, the scene of the crime was none other than El Dorado International Airport in Bogota. Shakira looked everywhere for the notebook. They even searched the entire airport. But her bag, along with those priceless notebooks filled with her lyrics, her ideas for upcoming albums, the whole thing was gone. She realized that these thieves had stolen more than just her belongings. They'd stolen her peace of mind. And that's when it hit her. She kept wondering where the thieves were, but that led her to realize where all the thieves were. We've all stolen something. I've stolen a few hearts. Joseph, you're so deep, so (laughs) profound. (laughs) 
What was stolen was her notebook, right? As a singer, songwriter, poet, whatever you want to call someone's creative process for writing their music before it actually becomes a song, that notebook containing all of her deepest thoughts, her ideas, her inspirations, her lyrics, her poems, it disappeared. They took it. I don't know that they knew they were stealing. It's not like her competition like went to the airport and was like, ooh, right. let me stop the new mm-hmm. Shakira album from coming out. This wasn't like a Tanya Harding, Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan. Marina Rubio was not there. Or was she? <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't like that. I think somebody saw the bag. They thought, ooh, what's in here? Grabbed the bag. And little do they know, they contained all of Shaki's most priceless lyrics. I wonder if someone still has it. Like, she must have wrote her name or something in it, like, and selling it later. Do you think she, like, bedazzled the notebook and it said, like, Shakira with, like, little hearts and flowers? And they're like, wait, who is this? Uh, Listen, if she was doing those tiny little braids with ribbons, I don't know. It was the 90s. Well, that takes us to the cover of the album. Mm -hmm. And just to give you guys a reminder, so it's a pink background. She's in a red top, which gives a little V-Day, right? A little Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. But she does have the little tiny braids throughout her hair woven in with different ribbons. It was like dark and long and very mysterious. Mm -hmm. And what I thought was so weird is that her hands were dirty. Yes. What? Because she had just kicked the ladrones' ass. I actually didn't know what the reference was for the dirty hands. To be honest? I always looked at it and I was always just kind of like, she looks so pretty and then her hands are so dirty. It's so weird. I'm not sure what, and I should probably Google this, and I probably should have Googled this before Mm -hmm. the episode, Mm -hmm. but my interpretation always, when I saw that album, was always that she had just found them and like basically beat their ass in a field. (laughs) That's what I always envisioned. That's what we would do here at Becoming an Icon. But what do you remember about this album off the top of your head? Um, I think the actual CD. Oh, my God. Because that was back in the day when we didn't have digital music. We're so old. We are old AF. Sometimes I would be driving, looking through my notebook, trying to get the CD out, like not looking at the road. Okay, Mom, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember that it was this. I mean, there's so many albums like that. I think that's what's so cool about this podcast is that so many of the albums and artists that we're discussing, I had in CD form. One hundy. A lot of and the albums. Do. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I, don't know I, what to st- do with them. I still have my case logic filled with Shakira CDs, Shut JLo CDs, Gloria Stefan CDs. That is what I remember is like the tactile feeling of opening the CD case. Like when you would get it from Tower or whatever your music, st- music. Sam Goody, you would rip the plastic, the plastic off. Sometimes it wouldn't come off and you'd be so annoyed. Like, Ugh. And then you would make that crack when you opened the CD and then you would take the booklet out mm. and you, as a fan would obviously flip through all the notes and the songs and the lyrics. A little book. A little book. Oh, I got the little book. That's what I remember. I remember being really young and feeling like, wow, who is this girl? This album was just everything for me. Did you feel like it was more rock than the traditional Spanish music you grew up listening to in El Paso? I would definitely call it alternative. Mm -hmm. Sure. And also just because it was sounds I hadn't heard. So it's not like I was going to say pop because... Reggae was in there. I knew it was like nothing my ears have heard. I knew she was different. I remember my cousin's the one who bought this album with me and was like, we have to get this. Did you guys go splitsies? Yeah, because we were <laughs> broke ass. Um, I just remember she's old. She was old, She's five years older than I am. And she was like kind of my beacon of cool, right? Mm. She was always like my compass. And when I heard it, I was, I just had never heard Spanish music 
like that. Mm-hmm. The way I grew up. I'm not mm-hmm. saying other people. As in my experience as a young Latina growing up in Fort Worth, Texas, mm-hmm. I wasn't listening to Spanish rock. That's right. not what we listened to. Like we listened to a ton of mariachi music, yeah. right? Like that's not what we listened to. And so hearing the harmonicas and her voice and just this really fresh rock sound, I thought, I didn't even know they made music like this in Spanish. So it was very eye-opening for me. And I think for a lot of people, especially because I think my music knowledge at that point in time was really limited. So this really opened my eyes and ears to an entire new world of music and sound. This album had a little bit of everything. It was kind of all over the place, but Shakira was the glue that was holding it all together. That's what I liked about it, because you can hear so many diverse influences. Led Zeppelin, Gloria Stefan, Mark Anthony, Madonna. But this was the late 90s, and there was one influence that everyone heard. And I'm here to remind you of the mess you left when you went away. We might have to pay for that. That was so good. Wait, you were really passionate when you sang that. Mm-hmm. Were you thinking about somebody specific? <laughs> Damien. No, just kidding. I was not thinking about anybody. His name doesn't deserve mentioning. Damien. People noticed a lot of Alanis Morissette on this album. It's definitely giving the Jagged Little Pastilla vibes. And I get it. But it's also just so disparaging to say, oh, she's the Latina Alanis. Uh, No, bitch. She is Shakira. This is one of the things that drives me crazy about the music industry. It can be so sexist. They give all of the space Mm -hmm. in the world for every male artist. There could be like 10 Bad Bunnies. Uh, And I'll even say like 10 rappers that rap the same, right? It doesn't even matter. 10 dudes that play the guitar the same. Mm -hmm. But It's like we can't have two women that both do alternative rock. You can either be Alanis or Shakira, but the world needs Alanis and Shakira and like 10 more sounds. And so what if they sounded like each other? Yeah. Who cares? I don't think it was about copying someone's style. I mean, at this point, I feel like everything is derivative. Mm -hmm. There is no unique sound. I think Actually, I take it back. I do think there is certain elements of unique sound on an album, but everything is derivative. You hear something, you're inspired by it. Like Mm -hmm. how many times do you hear an artist getting sued because their lyrics sound like a song from 1977? And you're like, okay, well, every song sounds like another song. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I never understood the comparison because there was space and room and there still is for both of them. The album was a sound we all wanted to share with our friends, with our parents. Personally, I remember how cool I thought I was listening to Ojos Asi. Because the sound was so distinct. It felt slicker. It was more polished. And a lot of that sound had to do with super producer Emilio Stefan. Shakira was introduced to the Estefans thanks to promoter and mutual friend Jairo Martinez. Once they connected, it was like magia, but Mm. not the album. (laughs) And both the Estefans saw so much more for her than she could have ever imagined for herself. Emilio co-produced the album alongside Shakira, and together they made, like Joseph said, magia. They incorporated the Latin pop and rock style she was already known for, but also added heavy Middle Eastern influences. It earned Shakira accolades and awards, including her very first Grammy nomination for Best Latin Rock or Alternative Album. Everyone be talking about BZRP song, but has anyone heard Sitavas? I mean, it's like these little moments that you hear and you're like, ooh, what's that? So good. I mean, Ojos Asi made me feel like I had traveled to the Middle East when I had never left the state of Texas at that point. (laughs) 
I was in the Middle East and in the middle of Juarez. It was <laughs> drama. I loved it. I was shaking my hips. Also, that's when people started doing the very unique dances with their hands and their, and shaking. Were you doing those dances? <laughs> okay, by they, I mean me. And I have to shout out the mariachi trumpets in Ciega Sordomuda. Stop. It's one of the best Quinceanera sex- songs <laughs> ever to exist. Don't identify it as a quinceanera <laughs> song. It is just one of the best openings to a song that I have ever listened. I heard it and I was like, where are we going? What are we doing? Oh my God. Oh my God. And again, because I am Mexican growing up in Fort Worth, Texas, this was music that I grew up with. And then to hear Shaki take those trumpets Mm. and reinterpret them and remix Mm -hmm. them in such a cool, modern, fresh way. I knew that is when my love affair with her began. That song sealed the deal for me. When it came to working with Shakira, Emilio only had great things to say, calling her... Someone who knows what she wants, a perfectionist, and above all, a hard worker. He added, she reminds me of Gloria. They are two very, very intelligent women. Seeing them work together, Gloria knew it was time for the next phase in Shakira's career. Gloria believed Shakira could successfully cross over to the U.S. with an English record. But Shakira was against it. Donde están los ladrones was a big hit and a huge success for her. What was the problem? She couldn't sing in English. She could barely speak it. Shakira may be fluent now, but back then, she only knew how to order coffee in English. That's it. But Gloria knew that she had it in her. So much so that she personally translated songs for Shakira to prove that the lyrics were universal. They could work in both English and Spanish. When looking back, Gloria told Oprah that Shakira is a poet. Her work translated perfectly. Shakira was only missing the encouragement. Santa Gloria doing the Lord's work and luchando for Shakira. She was fighting hard for her. At that time, even her record label wanted to keep her as a Spanish artist. But Emilio and Gloria weren't having it. They didn't want some half English, half Spanish album. They believed Shakira's talents were worthy of a full English album. And with the Esteban engine behind her, Shakira was on her way to a full crossover. On the next Becoming an Icon, Shakira meets Bleach and American Superstardom. Becoming an Icon is presented by Sonoro and iHeart's Michael Cuda Podcast Network. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.